0: Hey Mission Women, welcome back to our series where we are deep diving into the topic of spiritual gifts. I'm Katie Edelman and I'm here once again with Katie Sievers. We are so pumped to get the joy and privilege of talking to some amazing people here at Mission about the ways we can grow in our walks with Jesus. Today we will be talking once again with the amazing Becca Bowles about spiritual gifts. This episode will help us answer some really great questions on these unique gifts. Let's not waste any time and get right into part two of three on spiritual gifts.
1: All right, welcome back. We are ready to just jump right in and continue on with part two of spiritual gifts. Um, We're going to open up with some scripture. We're going to read 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 25. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its parts, uh, all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free, and we were all given one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body— But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. I mm, love that.
0: Me too. I love um, just listening to Scripture mm-hmm. and the Word mm-hmm. and just talking about um, just the, thing, the words that just kept coming back up our one body, many mm-hmm. parts. We mm-hmm. are all one body. We mm-hmm. are all part of this body of Christ. And we all have gifts mm-hmm. that um, were given and mm-hmm. we should be willing to use um, just for the church and the glory for mm-hmm. glory, glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so in saying that, we know that there are many parts and mm-hmm. we do know that there are many spiritual gifts. Is mm-hmm. there like a list out there mm-hmm. of spiritual <laughs> gifts that we could kind of— use as a reference?
2: Yes. So we see a lot of the spiritual gifts listed in the New Testament, um, but Paul's varied lists to different churches he's addressing are um, probably not complete listings of the Spirit's giftings. I think he's clearly given an example of how the Spirit gifts the church. And as we kind of look ahead and try to figure out like what is our gift set, I think it's important to note that um tests are merely tools. Um, you guys said this early on, like uh, I think they're just good launching points to kind of acknowledge how God has wired us and kind of set off in the right direction of how we can best serve him. Um, but tests are limited, whereas God is not and his spirit is certainly not confined by mm-hmm. our thoughts or our ideas or even our tests. Um, but we see some of these spiritual gifts referenced. Um, The first uh, ones that we see are Paul listing in Romans 12, 6 through 8. We see the gift of encouragement, giving, hospitality, leadership, mercy, prophecy, service, and teaching. 1 Corinthians 12 talks about administration, discernment, faith, knowledge, wisdom, healing, tongues, the interpretation of tongues, miracles, and healing. Ephesians 4 talks about evangelism, shepherding, and discipling. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, Romans 1 all talk about apostleship. Um, in the Old Testament, we see the gift of craftsmanship. In Psalm 150 and 2 Samuel, we see um, what some people call creative communication. Um, John MacArthur said this beautiful quote. He, or said these beautiful words, um, Christians are not assembly line productions with every unit being exactly like Mm. the other unit. Consequently, no Christian can replace another in God's plan. He has his own individualized plan for each of us and has individually gifted us accordingly. We are not interchangeable parts in Christ's body. Um, I love that because like the scripture you had read before, like um, particularly in a church setting, uh, you may have several people who have the gift of faith um, and are amazing prayer warriors, um, but they're all likely interceding for all different kinds of people and probably not the same. Uh, you may have several people with the gift of teaching, but their teaching styles may be totally different. So there's rooms, there is room for um, multiple arms and multiple legs, and uh, I think we need all of them to function in unity. Um, First Corinthians twelve five through six says, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. there are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work.
0: I love what you just said about how we can all possess the same gift, but um almost deliver it in a different mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. And I think, Sometimes maybe in a church body, if you, like you mentioned the gift of teaching, if you Mm -hmm. think, well, they already got that group covered and they're Mm -hmm. such strong leaders and for you not to step into that role, your style and your vulnerability Mm -hmm. and your Mm -hmm. openness in the way that you kind of project yourself mm-hmm. might be that stepping point for somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important just because you see other people with similar gifts doesn't mean you shouldn't use mm-hmm. yours because it's already being being used. I mm-hmm. loved that you just said that because it was mm-hmm. kind of like a, a light bulb moment mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me too. Yeah,
2: I, I, I do love that. I think of like the imagery of, like, multiple no- noses. And I'm like, so which gift is the nose? Which gift is the, <laughs> the arm? Um, but, yeah, I think it is important in church world to remember, like, like we're not competing or, mm-hmm. um, like, God didn't just call um, the pastors or something like that. But, yeah, so.
0: Is there a difference between spiritual gifts and spiritual commands?
2: Yes. So, um, Okay, so I used to hear people say, oh, I'm not working in the nursery. I don't have the spiritual gift of kids or changing diapers. Um, I used to laugh at that. Um, Well, no one has the spiritual (laughs) gift for changing diapers.
0: (laughs) And it's not like— And if they do, I want to talk to them.
2: Uh, I'm like, okay, that's okay. Like, we're not all wired to, um, like, to be around toddlers or kids. Um, But sometimes I think we use that as an excuse to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And from someone who used to, like, kind of staff or volunteers, like, there are times, like, we just need people. We need people just to say yes. So spiritual gifts are given by the Holy Spirit, often something that comes natural to us that we could do in our sleep even. Um, Spiritual practices or commands are— things that may or may not come naturally, um, that we may have to work a little bit harder at, but in some st- instances may be still asked to do. Um, so I'll just give some biblical examples of that. Uh, you might have somebody with the gift of giving and hospitality, um, but Romans 12 says, share with saints who are in need and practice hospitality. Um, I have a couple friends who are outstanding at this. Katie Sievers is one of them. <laughs> uh, their world really revolves around connections with people. They open their homes consistently. They make you feel at home. They're the inviters. Uh, we co-host um, a small group, and I had a women's Bible study at our house last uh, last year, and we host sometimes these worship nights. And Um, some of my friends have said, oh, you're such a good, um, hospitable person. And I always joke and say, oh no, I'm practicing hospitality. Um, But I do think like any practice, the more we do it, the better at it we become, like Mm -hmm. even if it's not supernatural to us. Um, But I'm also realizing like hospitality can be simply looking like the ability to open up your heart too.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Servant leadership, um, we are called to serve other people people with the gift of service, you kind of just see them dive in. They're the, like, see a need, meet a need. You don't even have to ask them. Um, My dad was tremendous at that. He just retired as a pastor. And um, every time I'd get to the church, he'd already have the lights on, the doors unlocked, the soundboard on. (laughs) He'd be setting up tables and chairs for events. Um, But we see Jesus teaching uh, that kind of same concept of servant leadership after this debate breaks out on who's the greatest. And, he says, the greatest among you should be come as the youngest and the leader as the one who serves. So for those um, this might not come natural to, uh, I always just say, like, ask God for eyes to see. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you just need somebody, like, to delegate things to you. And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> come over here and help stack some chairs. Um, Romans 12, 11, it says, don't be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit serve the Lord. So again, this is kind of going back to um, serving. Uh, There are people with the gift of encouragement and service. But I love um, this piece of scripture because he's literally telling us not to be lazy or apathetic, but to be enthusiastic about serving the Lord, um, to be joyful. There are people who have the gift of encouragement who always seem super joyful. um, But we are called to practice serving also in this way. Um, Proverbs 17, 22 says, a merry heart is like good medicine. So I don't know about you guys, but the teams that I really want to be a part of are always like the ones that have the most fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Luke, um, we see people uh, who might have the gift of faith or intercessory prayer, but um, Jesus tells us when you pray, like he's addressing The disciples there and they're like teach me how to pray and he's like when you pray so he's not like if you pray Mm -hmm. so um that's a command that we are called to do uh matthew 28 jesus calls all christians to witness and disciple um and some people have the gift of evangelism that may be way better uh at this than us but i don't think there's an opt-out for (laughs) for our responsibility as the church and like we said earlier like it might just look differently um how they do that how we share our stories and and uh disciple people um Luke 6:38 it says give and it will be given to you for the measure in which you give will be measured back to you so some people have the gift of giving um but i think we're all also called to that and then Hebrews Three and first Thessalonians five talk about encouraging each other, building each other up. Um, again, some people are tremendous at encouragement, and everyone wants to be around them, right? Like <laughs> we all love the gift of encouragement. Um, for others, we have to maybe be a little more intentional about this. Maybe we have to carve out space to like sit down or time to write a card or send a text. Um, and then, Uh, One final example is in Luke 6, 36, talks about um, forgiveness. And it says, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. The gift of mercy. um, Man, I I love people with this (laughs) gift. Um, It's great to be on the receiving end of that, especially uh, my life story. But um, regardless if it's a gift, we're still called to be long-suffering, to believe the best in people and um, to forgive, you know, endless amounts of time.
0: I love that, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so many things that you said and even quoted from scripture are just, um, just so true. That you know, some of these things the command part of it can be really tough and really mm-hmm. hard. And like you said in your previous podcast, not feel like the most rewarding. Some of mm-hmm. it, you know, just thinking back on myself can be a little painful. Um, mm-hmm. I have been a part of mom's group and and did that with Ashley Bullis for like mm-hmm. two years and then coming on to the Redwoods and now here on the podcast. And just looking at the um, list that you provided us before and one that that I can see that I had struggled with is um, administration. Like, I am just not, that is not, that is not me. (laughs) But I'll do it if it needs to be done. It won't be done well, but it will, we'll get it done. Um, But I like to um, talk to people and, Mm -hmm. and to hear people's stories and mm-hmm. to encourage and mm-hmm. and things like that. And that I can do really well. But, mm-hmm. you know, the administration part that comes along with, you know, the other part of the ministry mm-hmm. is is the command. And that just kind of came to my mind mm-hmm. when you were saying mm-hmm. those things, even how you were talking like, oh, no, I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. Like, that, yeah, I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing yeah. the word document, okay? <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I hope you understand it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and even— like you said before, like some of these churches, they just need bodies. They need Mm -hmm. people changing the diapers. Mm -hmm. They need people Mm -hmm. stepping up in the nursery and and maybe missing out on the service to serve young moms out there Mm -hmm. that don't get a minute Mm -hmm. to actually sit and be intentional in their day Mm because they have this young family. And I think that um, coming from a Catholic church into mission Mm -hmm. was one of the biggest things. I was like, these people just like, love me and want me to sit in church and they will Mm -hmm. care for Mm -hmm. my children and wipe their runny noses Mm -hmm. and take my potty, you know, very newly learned (laughs) potty trained kid to the bathroom. And that to me was so like, like kind of what drew me in. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, these people, like they really Mm -hmm. do care because it just didn't have the same feel in a previous church that I was Mm -hmm. in. So, I mean, we need people to do those sorts of Mm -hmm. things. So, yeah, I love that.
1: I love as you um, were talking about all those, like, spiritual practices, mm-hmm. uh, those commands to practice. Um, I, I I also grew up in the church and mm-hmm. just being around church culture and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I just can think to um, just amazing teachers and mentors who—it's mm-hmm. like, I I saw that. I caught that from people who are following Jesus and mm-hmm. following these commands, um, my— um, a school administrator. I went to Aurora Christian in um, Paul House, and he started these missions trips too. And our tagline for it was "Find a need, find a need, and fill it." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got about like mm-hmm. a like hundred high schoolers, mm. and they're not always <laughs> the most motivated. On you know, like there's less sleep, and they're not yeah. necessarily always <laughs> looking to find a need and fill yeah. it. And that was just like it was just. Really great, and I feel like mm. as a young person, I loved that that was the refrain over and over again. Mm-hmm. We were just encouraged to, yeah, find a need and fill mm-hmm. it. And you might not be great at swinging mm-hmm. a hammer, but you can learn, and yeah. you can do try your it. best, and you can try, <laughs> yes. and you can, um, you know, do what you can to serve mm-hmm. and, and that. and I And I think of, like, when it comes to hospitality, I feel like mm-hmm. that's something that, like, my husband's parents are— Amazing at, mm-hmm. and his grandparents are mm-hmm. amazing at, and um, we're just like we just we, this is we do this, you yeah. know. We <laughs> yes. open our house. We this yeah. is we've seen yes. it modeled, and we can we can do that. But it's because they're faithfully following mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. commands, and so I like an encouragement there too is like um, mm-hmm. if there's someone that you see that you get, you're like, they're following Jesus well. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're following. Like reach out and and mm-hmm. look for like a mentor relationship. Mm-hmm. Go get coffee and talk yeah. about that because that's mm-hmm. a great way. To learn about some of those uh, spiritual commands that—the awareness mm-hmm. of our spiritual gifting is important mm-hmm. and, and really great. But we don't want mm-hmm. that to limit, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. what we're called Actually. to and what we do to serve right. the kingdom. So—or right. um, we don't want ourselves to limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. like, right. Uh, because I have this gift, I can't do X right. or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think that's a really— um, it's a really challenging, really challenging, like, list that you mm-hmm. gave there because it's like, yeah, we, we get to live that out. And we're empowered to do that. And we have our brothers and sisters in Christ mm-hmm. to kind of help us and encourage us along the way. Um, so kind of on that subject, um, mm-hmm. one of the questions that comes up is like, well, like, what's the difference between, like, I've always been good at this thing. It's just a natural thing that I've had my whole mm-hmm. life. I've always been good. I've always been um, maybe, like, tuned in to others' needs or something mm-hmm. like that. And then mm-hmm. and then the difference between, like, a natural ability and a spiritual gift. Can mm-hmm. you, like, speak to that at all?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, yeah. I mean, do you ever look at somebody and just
2: think kind of like, man, they're, like, they have all the talent.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my
2: oldest brother, I feel like he's— one of those people. Maybe it's like the oldest in general. They just
0: probably is. I
2: think they get They're all the good A. genes. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> and then by the time I it mean comes I'm to partial to oldest
1: people. So <laughs> Katie so naturally
2: <laughs> challenged. Totally kidding. <laughs> we'll talk about uh,
0: it.
2: Again. When it dwindles down to us, babies were like, "Wow, yay!" <laughs> But um, I even thought about, like, some of my non-Christian friends, like, if God could just get a hold of that, Mm -hmm. like, that thing in them, like, Mm -hmm. oh, they would slay this kingdom work. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so some do ask, like, if natural ability and spiritual gifts are the same. So the simple answer is they're not. However, um, they do come from the same source. So Mm -hmm. Genesis, like, 126, God created man in his own image. Um, An author once said, if we accept the premise that an all-powerful God is the creator of all matter and life, it is reasonable then to conclude that our abilities, even if we are inclined to attribute them to genetics or environment, must ultimately come from the source of genetics and environment, the God who created everything in the first place. Um, But yeah, if you just flip on the TV for five seconds, I mean, we see that our world is full of talent. Um, you got dancers and singers. I mean, wasn't that a show, America's Got Talent? Yeah, it was. And then there's, like, American Idol, and mm-hmm. there's, like, 900 flavors of that kind of show. Yeah. Um, but all believers and non have been given natural ability or talent. Um, my mom's a retired teacher, and one of her infamous quotes growing up was, you're all smart in your own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I was sitting there, like, studying my brother, of course. Um, But as moms, like, we know that's true. Like, Mm -hmm. there's not one of our kids that is the same. Um, My five-year-old can, she really can care less about learning her letter sounds. (laughs) Like, I've got about two minutes with her until she's whining and she's over it. But she does love to do puzzles. Um, And she can do ones that are, like, designed for kids, like, twice her age. It's very strange. Um, She also has this newfound hobby of um, making beds look pretty. And I might be organized, but I'm not one that's ever made my bed in the morning. So I'm kind of curious to how that's all gonna like play out in her future exactly with puzzles and bed making. But we'll see.
1: Um, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I
0: was
2: I'm excited. Say, how
1: lucky are you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she wants to make my bed every day, I'm that's not. Awesome. Yeah. yeah don't fight her. that one.
1: <laughs> right. Embrace it. Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: Um, but we all see families that. Um, are just really naturally gifted as at something like musically or athletically um and maybe that's inherited or perhaps even nurtured, but only believers in Jesus, his chosen people, have been given spiritual gifts first corinthians twelve eleven says all these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one as he chooses um so there's definitely a distinction between the two but I do see times where God will use um, both for his church. I'll give you some examples of that. So a person with a natural music talent may also have the spiritual gift of encouragement. Um, You guys are all, maybe you're already thinking of the same person, but I absolutely see that in somebody like Pastor Carlos. Mm -hmm. Um, We can see how God might use this person to encourage and challenge believers through their music ability. Um or maybe someone's a tremendous businessman, but he maybe uses gifts of shepherding and faith to gather his team every morning for prayer. Um, like I am somewhat organized, like I said. Um, I remember as a kid, we when we would go see my grandparents in Oklahoma, um, before I could even write, I was making like mental checklists of what do we need and Um, We need backup socks and all these things. And I would pack my brothers, and my dad wouldn't let me pack him. But I'd have everybody (laughs) kind of planned and ready to go. And um, my mom used to tell me stories about um, when I would hang out with with my friends, and they'd come over after band practice. And um, we would all, like, grab our instruments. And she said she would watch how I kind of, like, lined everybody up. And we would practice our marching band skills around the circle for, like, hours Um, So early on, like, God had instilled in me some natural ability to organize people or tasks. But as a Christ follower, I understood them to be gifts of administration and leadership. Mm -hmm. So as believers, we all have been packaged by God with both natural talents and spiritual gifts to be able to serve Him in unique ways. I think it's just kind of cool when He uses both.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that Mm -hmm. is
1: neat. Um, So what about when we feel like, ah— I'm not really the talented one here. Mm. Like, um, like when you were talking about, like, we might look at other people and say, like, mm. oh, they've got extra doses mm-hmm. of, of of talent. Um, so there, when we're thinking about ourselves, like how we view ourselves in that, yeah. I think, can you mm. speak to some of the the thinking there, or some maybe like references we can help. That can help us with that
2: yeah so like the the not so talented Mm -hmm. um when we feel that way um i really believe like as we study scripture like there are so many um stories where we see god uh equipping people Mm -hmm. and they like even when we think of the disciples like they're they were just a bunch of hodgepodge guys and i don't like one was a doctor i don't know that any of Maybe there was a couple with formal education, but um, I think God really is—has um, a good track record of using uh, people who are, like, what the world would consider, like, mm-hmm. the least of these or—yeah. Um, yeah,
0: do you know who? Um, what really illustrates that well is The Chosen, like, that oh, series? Yes. Because, I don't know, it I just breathes like, new life into, like, the story for me. Just seeing— And I I know that it's not, you know, they're not, like, it's not, they're not reciting scripture. I mean, they are, but it's a story. poetic license in it. Yes, I understand that. But even for Mm -hmm. me and my husband watching it together to see, like, the apostles and, like, they were, like, this ragtag bunch of, like, outsiders that no one liked. (laughs) It's like, wow. And he's choosing them. Yes. You know, like, just looking at, you know, Matthew, and I love the way they portray Mm -hmm. him as, like, this really unlike dude who, Mm -hmm. like— had like issues and mm-hmm. he was very administrative yeah Man. yeah like to the point no one liked him he was <laughs> administrative. <Yeah>. and um <laughs> but you know God chose him anyway right and he used him anyway right um and I just love that because I feel like it really um illustrated it well to me who's a visual learner and for me to actually see it and see like how it could have been maybe mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know based on scripture mm-hmm. um I really feel like that kind of Brought out to me is yeah you think you are not so talented but you know you don't really you don't know you don't don't know know what you can do (laughs) it's true yeah Um, Zechariah this was
2: kind of one of my um, verses that came to mind during this podcast Zechariah four six says not by power or by might but by my spirit Um, so like I said like God is notorious for Mm -hmm. using the least qualified. And I think sometimes he just chooses to raise us up anyway. Um, Another biblical example, like Moses. Um, I woke up during the middle of the night and God kind of gave me this story to use. And I was like, okay, we're going to use this. I haven't read the story in ages. Mm -hmm. But um, Moses is like a great example of that too. Like he was a reluctant leader. He was by no means like an eloquent speaker. We see his brother Aaron speaking for him at times. And Twice he tells the Lord that He's speaking with faltering lips. Mm. So some people think that was like stuttering or some speech element, um, or maybe it was a co- a confidence thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can resonate with that. but, um, in Exodus 4, we see Moses even say, please send someone else. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, have we all real. been there? <laughs> yeah, like, that's real. real. <laughs> um, but like, God does not let him off the hook. In uh-huh. verse 14, it says, the Lord's anger burned against Moses for his continued hesitancy. I'm like, okay, Jesus. Um, so, And then Exodus four eleven, we hear God respond to him and say, who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak, and I will teach you what to say. Um, But I, yeah, I just love this story because it's kind of a a sucker punch to the world's ways. Like when God is involved and he wants something to happen, like he's not interested in our excuses or our insecurities or even our resume. Um, So yeah, you might be leading God's people or you might be asked to do the next podcast series. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, you never know (laughs) yeah did did you say the verse about um his power is made perfect in our weakness? no but that's that's,
2: no um second corinthians yes yeah
1: i love i i mean that's always the Mm. same sort of thing where it's like um i think we talked about before like it's just a humility of like Mm -hmm. okay lord like I'm the raw material you Mm -hmm. created anyway, so, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm trusting you to to accomplish what you want to accomplish Mm -hmm. through my faltering lips Mm -hmm. or my, like, Mm -hmm. spazzy, feather-brained ways or whatever. Like, like, for me, I'm like, I can't believe I forgot that or I can't believe I didn't think of that or or whatever, you know, and it's like the Lord can use anyone Mm -hmm. and everyone, and and it shows, like over and over again in Scripture, that it's the Lord doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. you know when he when he's doing that. It's so our faith isn't in like chariots mm-hmm. or you know like mm-hmm. things that we think are going to make us powerful mm-hmm. or make us impressive mm-hmm. or make us effective. Mm-hmm. But it's his it's his empowerment, it's his mm-hmm. equipping, and that's a lot. That's what spiritual gifting mm-hmm. is. It's it's him accomplishing through through us through the mm-hmm. gifting that he giveth. giveth. Mm-hmm. Did I just say give it? <laughs> you did. That he works. gives it. That's what I was, awesome. <laughs> was he going it to for. To us.
0: <laughs> and, <King> and James, <laughs> <give it>. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been given so much. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. even just like mm-hmm. talking throughout this series, mm-hmm. like you can't help but feel like, wow, like this is like what a, what a blessing we we're, mm-hmm. we're given so much and we're mm-hmm. given so much opportunity to b- bring God glory to bring glory to His kingdom. Like mm-hmm. how do we? How do we even go about stewarding that? Mm. Can we talk about stewardship a little bit? Mm.
2: Um, so my dad also, he, you guys know he was a, a pastor, but he would say this often um, to Luke 12, 48. He'd say, to whom much is given, much is required. That's obviously found in that scripture. But um, it is true. I think there's an immense responsibility um, to steward what he gives us because it's so humble that he uses us to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew 25, He, I love uh, these kind of parables because I'm so visual. It just kind of paints this pretty mm-hmm. visual picture, but Matthew 25, 14 through 30 is the parable of the talents. And it's a parable about stewardship of the grace that God has given to all believers. And in the story, a talent equaled about 75 pounds of coinage, and that would be about the equivalent of 15 years of normal wages for one person. So this was an enormous responsibility for each of the servants to bear. Um, The master was leaving on a journey, and to one of his servants he gave five talents, to another he gave two, and to another one talent according to their ability. So what happened was when the master came back to settle accounts was this. The first two servants had put the money to use, and they were able to double their amounts and present the master with his principal and profits. He tells them, well done, good and faithful servants. You have been faithful and little. I will set you over much. But the servant with the one talent hid his master's money and was afraid to use it. His talent was taken from him and given to the one who had ten. So I think this parable shows us um, the importance of using whatever he gives us, whether it's gifts or our family or um, our talents, and not to bury them or hide them or even minimize um, our role on God's team. Um, John MacArthur said, not to use our gift is an insult to God's wisdom, a rebuff of his love and grace and a loss to his church. We did not determine our gift. We did not deserve it or earn it, but we have all a gift from the Lord. And if we do not use it, his work is weakened and his heart is grieved. So um, yeah, like the parable of the talents, they were um, each entrusted to do something based off their ability to steward that. Um, and God may only give someone one gift and kind of be waiting to see, like, how are they going to use it? Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think in talking, you know, this is um, an episode talking about spiritual gifts, but God is the giver of of all good gifts. Um, so are we stewarding things like our children and our finances and our careers and our marriages? And um, I think we do have to ask that question. Like, would God find us faithful stewarding the little?
1: Yeah, and I think, like, that is a challenge and, and an encouragement, you know, like, that, that yeah, we, we have this responsibility and it's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's real. That's mm-hmm. the challenge, but He's there to help us you know, to do that, to embolden us, Mm -hmm. um, to—and He's given us the church, too, to equip us. And I Mm -hmm. think, like, that's kind of where the spiritual gifting kind of comes full circle as Mm -hmm. we were talking, like, we opened up with, like, Mm -hmm. it's a body, it's a community, Mm -hmm. and we're, like, encouraging one another to to steward well, Mm -hmm. to to not— shy away from those responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that that was just really, really encouraging. And um, just we just want to keep good perspective on that because sometimes we can lose mm-hmm. perspective and mm-hmm. we can kind of just be in love with certain gifts mm-hmm. and not others. And we can, you know, just get in our heads about it. Mm-hmm. So can you encourage us to kind of um, stay away from maybe mm-hmm. the pitfalls of Maybe overthinking, I don't know, or mm-hmm. mismanaging or however you mm-hmm. want to train that, but could you could you help us think through that? yeah, so I just think of
2: like the opposite of of stewarding like gifts, like we sometimes can do a lot of messed up things with our abilities and our spiritual gifts, like you said, that were misused or mismanaged them, um so I think every every good gift has kind of this like shadow side or like at the pitfall, like you said, so um. You know, someone with the gift of knowledge might uh, become puffed up, like like Scripture says, like a warning. Um, People with the gift of faith may have a hard time putting practical steps into play. Um, I once heard about a story of a man who had lost his job, and he kind of refused to work, like he didn't want to work unless he made X amount of money, and um, he thought he was worth a certain amount, and he just was like, God's gonna provide, but my practical side was like, well, How are you gonna pay your next mortgage? Like, <laughs> I think I would just get any job opposed to that. So um, sometimes that's the, the maybe the pitfall of that gift. Um, the gift of discernment or prophecy may um, wrestle with being overly opinionated or speaking truth in love. Um, the gift of leadership may become um, very singular focused, or like my way or the highwayers, or, or too big picture. Maybe um, service people may not be able to say no and then burn out. Um, the gift of hospitality uh, we see sometimes um, maybe people pleasing, or um, maybe they open home their home so often that they're not mindful of their own family's needs. Um, and those with like the gift of giving they may give to the wrong people or be like completely taken advantage of. So I think um, just being mindful that every, every gift that we have is um, from the Lord, but we're also human and we haven't arrived yet to our heavenly destination. First um, Peter 4, 10 through 11 says, "It's each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And it finishes with, in order that in everything, God may be glorified. Um, there's so much wonder, like you were saying, and the idea that God chooses any of us. And all these um, gifts matter for the body of Christ to literally function in a healthy, united way. Um, but my prayer is that in this series, that God highlights your gifts and empowers you to use them, that you um, feel seen and needed. and like what you were created to contribute matters um, because I truly sense um, this urgency that we need the church to be the church now more than ever.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's a little. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I love that we have one more episode where we yeah. can talk yeah. <laughs> a little bit about what that um, that encouragement and that um, mm-hmm. call is mm-hmm. Um, what that looks like when we actually lean into it, and we mm-hmm. actually want to take some steps into um, serving, mm-hmm. into utilizing our gifts in a healthy way and in a healthy community. So we're excited to have you and Pastor Brent talking about um, just what that looks like to use our gifts in life in general. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. And then also there are some really specific ways mm-hmm. that the church— Mission Church here mm-hmm. is here to help and to provide opportunity mm-hmm. and to encourage in that. So mm-hmm. excited to hear about that and, um, yeah, keep going on this conversation. But before we go,
0: happy Valentine's Day, everybody! Happy Valentine's Day! Oh, it is you. Valentine's Day, it's a day of love. not today, but in your world, it is. <laughs>
1: yes, as we record, we're thinking about how wonderful.
0: We need to ask Becca's favorite question, which yes. is, "What is your favorite romantic comedy, <laughs> rom com, if you will, chick flick?"
2: Oh, that's really hard. Um, I had a
0: Google mind.
2: I know I should have done that. Um,
0: like most popular. Do you want me rom-com? to go first so you can think? Yes, okay. you go first. <laughs> you go look at my mine. Phone. <laughs> um, I had to refresh because I don't watch them often now. Believe no. it or not. <laughs> No, um, but mine um, is Love Actually, mm. which some may disagree and call it a Christmas film, but
1: it's mm. both. Um, there are a lot of Well, that's true. I mean, I watch Hallmark. That's Hallmark, Hallmark. yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what the that love exists actually. By. I'm like, I have this like love for any kind of British <laughs> TV show. Yes. It's very strange. Katie, we share that. I I watch BBC <laughs> a lot. I just very much like British TV. Yeah. Maybe I was born on the wrong continent. I don't know. (laughs) I just very much love them. Their humor is very funny. It's very dry. (laughs) And like, (laughs) shouldn't be funny, but it is. Yeah. and I just love that. And my favorite scene, as everybody's, is the one with the cue cards. Oh. You know? and it's so sweet. Is it Kira Knightley? Is it? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it?
1: She's at the door.
0: And he's, like, telling them he loves her. Yeah. And he, she just married his best friend. It was yeah. so... It, that should not be funny, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> this should be highly inappropriate. <laughs> but, um, yeah,
1: I love it. Yeah. What about you, That's a good... Okay. <laughs> it's, it's getting ridiculous at this point. Oh, Like, no. how our
0: answers is it are love similar. Actually?
1: It's not... Love Actually. It's another British However, romantic comedy. <laughs> it's a Christmas romantic comedy. Oh. Um, While You Were Sleeping. Love that. It's just so wonderful. <laughs> like, I love that one. Um, Is that
0: Sandra Bullock? Yes. Yes.
1: When she and it takes them. place in Chicago. Oh, goodness. Oh, nice. She's working the L and yes. he goes him, he? Ben, do you know this movie, right? No, he's he just shaking his head. <laughs> he can't wait for this He didn't even over. know what rom-coms were. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, great. Trisha's gonna make him watch <laughs> all these Is there a car chase
0: in it? <laughs> like <laughs> All I know is that he like wakes up without his memory. Right? <laughs> uh
1: yeah, he like she's like in love with him from afar. I mean, I don't wanna
0: Do spoilers. spoilers. I mean, it's from
1: like 1989 or 1990. So I feel like it's fair. I love it by now. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. It's so sweet and heartwarming. And uh, I just love it. I think Sandra Bullock's hilarious. She's She's the romantic comedy queen. Yeah, I think she's great. So yeah, yeah, all of hers in general, I love. But While You Were Sleeping is one that was like, oh. Just turn that on again. It's just so great. It's one you can (laughs) watch over and over again. Honorable mentions for me are going to be Sleepless (laughs) in Seattle and My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I adore that
0: one. great. (laughs) I adore it. I don't know. So I much actually about went the second, to a Greek but, wedding and I uh, thought I was in the movie. Like, oh, was, like, this is so like, oh, These movies. This is like legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So Love cute. it. All right. Becca, Have we given you we're enough? We're circling time? Yeah, back. I don't, see,
2: I don't watch a lot of like movies and I'm not a very romantic person. So I don't think I've watched a ton of romantic ones. Um, I could give you romantic without the comedy. Okay, I mean, fine. I did watch, like, My Best Friend's Wedding. but oh, I, great movie. It was classic. probably so long ago, I can't really remember if it's a good movie to watch or not. But oh, I like if laugh. you would I remember- endorse it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she doesn't want to, like, <laughs> officially I'm endorse it. I'm like, I can't remember it. anything of it other than I laughed. So uh, it seemed funny. Oh, funnier. I think it was probably classic terrible. rom-com. Um, for sure. If it was just romance, um, The Notebook, I think, is, like, mm-hmm. everybody's, Whoa. like, who does not want to yeah. die next to your husband like that?
0: Like, Your like, husband doesn't want you to do that. but Yes. like they, <laughs> All husbands I hate the notebook, I'm pretty sure. But. I know. Yeah.
2: And then, like, TV show, you didn't ask this, but, like, wasn't um, This Is Us was a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had to stop watching that because I started, like, comparing, like, Dave, why aren't you like that guy? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or, like, grieving his death and, he, like, my husband's clearly here. But, like, yeah. no, That one will
1: suck you in. It, it does. Will. You're like, wait. I'm telling this story to a random person about a show that's fic- fiction. Yes. <laughs> like, wait, this didn't actually
0: happen. Like, yes. I'll be recapping yes. like it, feels, it did. Yeah, you have it's nightmares like when you read over a good it. book, you yeah. know, and yeah. you feel very bested in the yes. character. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah,
2: I still unplug my crockpot.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that's the lesson. Don't to end up like Jack. Yeah. Poor Jack.
0: Well, happy Valentine's yes. all our, to all our listeners and make sure you go watch all those romantic comedies. Yes. <laughs> thanks so much to Becca and we're looking forward to chatting with you and Pastor Brett next week. Yep, awesome,
1: thanks guys. Thanks to Becca for encouraging us again today and thanks to all of you for listening to. We're excited not only about the material that we're learning about, but also how God is going to use all of his people to be his light in the world. If you have a minute, be sure to to subscribe to this podcast as well as follow Mission Women on Instagram and Facebook to get reminders and some encouragement on social media too. We can't wait for next week when we get to wrap up this great conversation about spiritual gifts. We'll be talking with Becca and Pastor Brent about what it looks like to employ these gifts that we have been talking about, both in the church and as we live our lives. We sincerely hope you are feeling encouraged and excited about how God has chosen and equipped us to serve and witness to the world around us. We're looking forward to sharing more, but until then, we pray God's blessing grace and peace as you walk with Him.